Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? This is Brother Ali in the mix with Tim Einekel on The Library. Rapstation.com. Keep it right here. Independent hip-hop artist and illustrator Illis dropped his latest album, A Perfectly Imperfect, Beautiful Naked Creation, which is produced entirely by legendary rhyme saver Blueprint, uh, featuring guest verses from Blueprint himself, Slugham Atmosphere, Greg G., and many more. Illis, welcome to the library with Tim Anikel on RapStation.com. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Now we're raising two loving brothers. Life is speeding by, it's really wild. But I got a smile ear to ear Cause I get to share every moment with the pair of souls Filled with hope and cheer So, you know, I, of course we, we were friends on Facebook And I follow what you do on Facebook And I follow everything you do um, And I know comic books, superhero theme is really important to you uh, You know, you look at the illustrations on this new album And, you know, there's uh, you with your two kids as superheroes Why, why, why that theme? Why is that important to you and then how does it fit into your art but also how does it fit into you as just a person i grew up on comic books and i I'm, like i said i'm an illustrator so that's also how i make my living um as far as the theme goes i you know since the beginning when i when i first started rhyming you know back 86 87 and i looked at other mcs as heroes at that point in time you know things were you know still very much positive and political in a positive way and, uh, you know, I looked up to a lot of, you know, people like Chuck D, KRS-One. They were, like, real-life superheroes for me. So when I, you know, got big, back into emceeing, you know, I, I, especially when I had my started having a family, um, I felt like there was a lack of that, you know, visual. And so I wanted to combine my love for comics and my love for positive hip-hop and, you know, create, you know, themes that, you know, young people uh, can look up to and an older audience can enjoy as well. Um, so the, everybody, these days, everybody wants to be a villain. You know, everybody wants to be the bad guy and, you know, and, and portray this image that, uh, you know, life is terrible and, uh, you know, they're hard and, <laughs> you know, that they'll do anything for money and all this other stuff, all these other negative Im- imagery. And uh, I wanted to try to portray, you know, the hero side of things, um, so that's where I, I I kind of came up with the you know this theme and these ideas to uh, give a different perspective um, that would hopefully influence and inspire other people. Uh, I want to go the, the first the first track of the album uh, Naked. Uh, I notice does not have a hook. Um, it's just kind of you straight rhyming through. Uh, was this your plan from the start, or um, or as you were writing, did you realize this? You just did not need a hook. And if so, if, if it was your plan from the start, why did you decide not to have like some sort of hook or chorus in this track? 
Uh, yeah, it, w- it was. That, that was actually one of the last songs we recorded, but it's something that I had wanted to do. Um, I just felt like, you know, the, the typical formula for a hip-hop song, you know, three verses, hooks in between, and, you know, it's kind of, it gets kind of dull after a while, and, and Blueprint himself had, had done several songs where he's just straight rapping, and I was a fan of that, and it's just something that, you know, back when I started rapping, like, you would just rap, and you didn't really necessarily think about hooks. You know, nowadays, everybody, everything is a hook, and then the rapping is secondary, and people, you know, sometimes know the words or they don't, but they know the hook. So for this, I really just wanted to, you know, spit some, some, some lyrics, some meaningful lyrics for me, and uh, kind of have it be an introduction um, to the album. You know, it's called Naked, so... I wanted this to be as raw as possible. I'm my story. This life is an adventure filled with fortune and glory. You can sit on the sidelines. I play the game to win. But you'll Throughout the whole album, all, all my lyrics, you know, I don't do ad-libs on this one. I don't do um, voiceovers or, or anything else to my lyrics. It's just straight verse, you know, with some compression and then the beat. And that's where the naked aspect of, of, of the uh, title comes from. Um, I just wanted to keep it as pure as, as I could possibly keep it. Um, so yeah, so the first track, I just wanted to start off, you know, with, with that, uh, that whole vibe that this is just going to be, you know, pretty raw. So, I mean, you, you mentioned this was one of the last tracks you recorded. I mean, I mean, that was one of the last tracks you wrote as well, or? Yeah, actually it, it was, um, I, I had some of it already written when I went, I went out to Ohio to record with Blueprint and I had all the other songs completely written. And this one, I just had half of it. And I wasn't sure if we were going to have time to do it because we had like a set schedule. We had basically two days to record the album and uh, and try to do a rough mix while I was there. So I wasn't sure I would be able to do it. And we kind of knocked out the album pretty quickly. I was very prepared. And I was like, all right, so I have one more. Let's do it. (laughs) So the night, uh, let's see, uh, Saturday night, I went home or I went back to the hotel and I finished writing it. I made it longer and um, went back Sunday morning and we recorded the rest of the, you know, that last song. And then we, you know, mixed. So yeah, I flew in Friday night to Ohio. We did a, I think we may have recorded one song or two songs. And then the rest of it was on Saturday and then Sunday. Um, I, we, we did that last song naked. When when you work with you know you mentioned Blueprint and you know Blueprint is the uh, producer of this album. Um, Blueprint's also featured on three tracks of this album: uh, Extraordinary, Slow Down, and Beautiful. Beautiful thing. Sorry. Um, beautiful thing. Yeah. Beautiful thing. What what is the difference between the producer blueprint and the MC blueprint when you're, you're, you know, when you're working with him, um, I mean, are there major differences? Like how does, I guess, how does the producer blueprint bring out the best in Illis and the MC that's featured on a track with Illis named blueprint? How does, how does he bring out the best in Illis as well there? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, the, the producer, um, blueprint he's inspiring in the way that, you know, I mean, he's, he's, he's a master of what he does. He knows what he's doing. Everything. You know, there's, there's no horsing around. He, he, he knows exactly, you know, he has his beats. 
I record my vocals. He knows exactly, he, he, you know, he knew, we already knew each other. So he knew my sound and what he was going to do, you know, with my vocals, how he was going to mix them and, um, right to business. Um, but inspiring in a way that like he is encouraging Mm. and, 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 um, while he's recording my vocals, if if I did something wrong, he's patient and, you know, he's, he, he gave me advice on how to say things and, uh, you know, to, you know, if something wasn't working right, um, he just, just very supportive, encouraging. And, and I think that's what a producer should be. You know, he, you know, he, I told him right from the beginning, like, feel free to criticize me. I'm not one of these artists that, you know, comes into the studio in like my way or the highway. You know, right, like right. I want it to be the best song possible. So if I'm not saying something right or if I miss a beat or for whatever, I mean, when you you could write a song and you can know it inside out, but then right when you get in front of the mic, sometimes it, things just change when you're saying it into a mic, things change. Um, so I, I really wanted him to um, feel free to produce, not just, he's not just a beat writer. You know, lots of guys write beats and that's, I mean, I could write beats, but I'm not a producer in the sense that, you know, I, I like, well, I mean, I could produce, but I like to have someone else, you know, making sure that I'm on point and, and criticizing me and make, you know, and, and inspiring me to be the best I can be. And uh, as a producer, Blueprint does that. And as an MC, you know, I got to watch him record his, you know, verses and, uh, you know, he's, again, he he's a master at what he does. He has it down. I mean, for the most part, one take boom. And, um, it's inspiring in that way. It's like, all right, well, I got to step up my game. <laughs> Not in a way that I, I never feel for any collaboration that I do. I never feel competitive. Like some people talk about, I just want to make it the best song possible. So I'm like, all right, this is what he's doing. I got to make sure that I'm doing the best that I can as well, um, for the song. Um, you know, cause I, I don't want to compete with him or slug or <laughs> <laughs> because these are guys that I admire and respect, you know, immensely. So for the most, for, for me, I just want it to be the best song possible and something that the audience can listen to and say like, okay, well, this is, these aren't just three guys rapping lyrics. This is an actual song with a purpose and, and it has meaning and I can relate to it. Uh, so that's, that's what I want the audience to feel. Um, and when, when, whenever I collaborate with Blueprint, I mean, he's right on theme, right on target and stays focused and, and he's great. The track Extraordinary is, uh, you know, is, a, is the, it's about acknowledging that uh, we, we all can't be superheroes, but we can sure as hell try to live like them. It's heard about, but seldom seen. So let me break it down for those that don't know what it means. It ain't about accumulating material things, especially when you can't take it with you when you leave. They got cash when they grab a calf from a tree, carry bags to help. And you kind of touched on it earlier, but for you, what does it, what does it mean to live or try to live like a superhero? Life's hard, man. You want to, you, sometimes it just drives you crazy, right? So you want to just try to be the best person you could be. I mean, little things. I mean, not littering, not, you know, having road rage, which is very difficult for me. <laughs> you know, like little things like that, you know, being a role model for your kids, being a role model for other kids, you know, like, you know, for your kids' friends, you know, trying to be, you know, the best person you could be. And, 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 and in entertainment and especially in rap, there's, you know, for years now, there's been this whole like shying away from being a role model. I'm not a role model. Oh, you know, it's like, 
why? Why not? Like, right. you know, for us, Chuck D was a role model. He was a superhero. Like, he had, you know, I'm sure he has his flaws, right? Every every human does. But when he's projecting himself, um, when he's out in the public, he's doing the best that he can. I'm sure people probably piss him off just like they piss off anybody else. And maybe he wants to go to town <laughs> on people. But you've never seen him do that. You've never seen him lose his cool. And that, as a, you know, for a fictional superhero when when they have that mask on and it's not a bad thing when they're out being superheroes they have to project themselves as being the best to inspire you know when they take their mask off peter parker can sulk he could be depressed he can be angry you know he could have a bad day but when he puts that spider-man mask on he's got to be the one to inspire the kids so it's kind of like the opposite of you know you could think like oh you're wearing a mask you're hiding something and maybe that's true. Maybe you're hiding, you know, for for instance, this album, there's a lot of points where I talk about, you know, dealing with depression and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, things that I deal with as, you know, an individual. But when I'm, when I'm dad, yeah. <laughs> I try not to, you know, show my son that, that I'm struggling with, you know, art or, you know, music or finances or people are making me angry or politics, you know, like I don't show that stuff. I try not to show that side and that's, that's the mask. That's the superhero mask, you know, try to be the best that you can be. And it, you know, it's people can say, Oh, well that's, you know, you're faking it, but you know, it, it, <laughs> sometimes you have to fake it to make it, you know, and that some people disagree, but you have to be put on that smile right. and hopefully that smile becomes contagious and leads to somebody else smiling and, 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 and so forth and so on. So, you know, I try to, you know, that's <laughs> that's where that comes from. Hopefully, you you, you you know you mentioned your children and and you mentioned you know you have dad mode and 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 other mode, right? Um, but your your yeah. ki- your kids are eventually going to hear this music, right? And they're eventually going to hear your struggle, uh, your yeah. uh, your struggles. So what what is that? What would that conversation be like when that does happen? When you know your son comes up to you and says, "Well, Dad, I didn't realize you were going through." You know, that's like what what happens then. I think by that point, hopefully, you know, they have had a good experience. You know, they've had, you know, they're having a good childhood at this point. Um, and then when they start to understand that there are struggles, that they're probably going through their own at a, at a certain, you know, in, in some degree. So hopefully that becomes relatable where they could say, okay, well, you know, dad was, you know, buying us Legos and, you know, taking us here and doing this and just spending quality time. But, you know, he was having, you know, struggles still. So now maybe hopefully they can respect that because, you know, maybe they're going through something at school or maybe, you know, girls or got them down or there's some, you know, who knows what, what they'll be going through. So now they can't say like, you don't understand me, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hopefully because I can say, listen, I do understand you. I have gone through that and here's documentation of that. And, and, you know, and, you know, and I tried to make the best of it regardless. Right. So right. hopefully, you know, that's the conversation and not, you don't understand me. And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I have a whole album about it. <laughs> yeah. I have a whole album about like, I, I, I was miserable, but I, I, tried, I tried to be as happy as possible. So, you know, but that's life, right? I mean, everybody has ups and downs. Right. right. And right. for some reason, every generation, like the kids think that, you know, you don't un- understand them. Right. You know, like, we always say that, but, you know, so hopefully I, I can, uh, I can connect with my kids throughout their, 
you know, their growth teen years and, <laughs> and, above and beyond. And, uh, they understand that life's not easy, but you can still, you know, find happiness and find joy in the little things. And, and, and that's what this album is about. I mean, you know, working hard to find happiness and despite whatever reason someone may be depressed or going through something, whether it's just a, a typical struggle or if it's something chemical, I mean, lots of people have to deal with different, these things in different ways, um, that you can find, you know, the positivity and, and, and the good and, uh, and find some light in your life, even if you have to fight for it. So. Um, after after uh, the track Extraordinary, you have uh, Slow Down, which features a blueprint and slug from Atmosphere. Um, the track indeed does like slow down compared to Extraordinary. Yeah. Mentally flashback years and backtrack, remembering times and memories to laugh at. In the moment, we just want to get past that, but it's hard to see the scenery when you're in the fast track. Life's a symphony, the way it's Besides the beat, uh, which I love the beat a lot, um, I love the track a lot. Why is this track called Slow Down? And then when you have a track with this kind of purpose that features two other MCs, how do you ensure, I guess as the lead artist, that these two other MCs are going to follow kind of what you want to get out of this track? It's funny because... Slow down and look around are actually look around was the original slow down. And everybody's in such a hurry Like they want to skip to the end of the story I want to enjoy my journey and be my best Spread love and see the world so free So what happened was I've been working, talking to Slug for You know, we've been friends for, for a long time You know, loose friends, acquaintances And you know, I'd wanted to work with him And, and we had talked about doing it for, for years And just haven't been able to, to, you know, connect He's got a busy schedule You know, it's uh, tours with the world and everything he's, he's amazing and uh so he hasn't really been able to do anything and finally we were able to i had written uh the the look around verses to slow down to that beat and then he was like hey you know he liked he liked that beat and he was like let's let's do it and i was like really i was like all right <laughs> so he wrote his and i still wasn't sure if he would have time so i was like you know, I wasn't sure. And I want to do one more song with Blueprint. So I wrote another verse and Slug had his verse and then Blueprint wrote his verse. And I already had the theme. I already knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted it to be a song that slowed the pace because you have like naked is slow, but cra- and then it speeds up the crazy life. The hero and the villain with Craig G speeds up and uh, or, uh, that's my song. And then action figures with Craig G speeds up and then right. extraordinary. I wanted to, you know, bring it down. Cause I, I tried to, organize all my songs so it gives you this whole range of emotions i mean i work really hard on uh, on the uh the, the track listing and where everything is placed so slowdown was intentionally put in that spot and i mean you're dealing with slug and, and blueprint these guys are masters so if i say i want to do a song about you know slow, it's called slowdown and it's about appreciating life i mean these guys you know i don't have to <laughs> <laughs> tell them anything they 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 could they probably do it in their sleep and, and actually blueprint he wrote his i think saturday night and sunday he recorded it yeah. um so i was actually right there and like we got to <laughs> 
experience the whole thing right you know in person and that was you know part of the album you know working with him i wanted to i could have just stayed home saved money on hotels saved money on airfare and sent him my verses but i wanted to be with him recording um because in this day and age with the internet you just don't get that experience where you're in the studio with someone so um so yeah i didn't have to i didn't have to guide these guys I, i told them the theme they knew what i was saying and I actually ended up going back to be to be honest. Like Slug wrote his, and then there's a a, a part with the he uh, riffs on the the Edie Brickell song. So I actually ended up rewriting part of mine to to fit with his because I wanted to play on what he was doing to to bring the song together. And uh, so he inspired you know that part of the verse and brought that out of me, which was great because a lot he was the only one that wasn't there for that song. So I wanted to make sure that we were connecting or, you know, with the audience and, and giving them that experience that like, you know, these guys are in the, in the same spot together, <laughs> <laughs> give away our, our little secret there. Uh, but the original verses for that beat became look around and, and um, I recorded that and blueprint remixed it to the new beat. Um, and it, and it all, that, the whole idea behind both songs, was me driving around with my kids in the car and I felt like people were trying to kill us. Like mm-hmm. everyone's just driving so fast these days and like blowing through. I mean, where I live, like, you know, I, I'm on the phone with the mayor, like all the time, and, you know, emailing people and going to meetings that there people run through red light. It's like it was nothing, right? you know, and like blow through stop signs. Like I'm talking about like four way intersection red lights. I see it all the time. So like, here I am driving around with my kids, taking them to preschool and, and the grocery store and stuff. And I'm like, like any, like, I'm feeling like any minute now someone could just like T-bone me and just like kill us. And mm-hmm. like, I was getting a lot of anxiety from that. And so I, I wrote these, you know, these verses um, based on how I was feeling um, because people, I'm like, where are you going? Where are you in a hurry to that you are willing to actually run through a red light and possibly kill somebody like not even yourself like if you kill yourself you don't know but if you live and kill somebody with kids in the car yeah like do you want to feel that like and, and and that was both songs that have that you know um uh that theme to it and um and so that was really important to me and the fact that slug and blueprint jumped on this you know that song with me like was really meaningful and, and i really appreciate those guys and i can never thank them enough so um, as a fan especially because it's like wow I'm, <laughs> they're they're friends but at the same time i'm still a fan of their music and and everything they've accomplished and i'm in awe of those guys so that was a big deal for me take a taste of the recipe i wake up anxious and chase after destiny and if i ever catch that wave i'm gonna ride its crest until i rest in my grave it's cliche but respect my objective sketch my name next to the best of the best that did it i'm just trying to love it while i live it everybody telling me i need to take a minute to breathe the oxygen keep it positive life is awesome when you're optimistic now i'm not aware of too many things slow down before you come loose is there a moment like you know you have like you have blueprint you have slug you have craig g you know on your album is there um, i don't know is there like a moment of i don't know if intimidation is too strong of a word but you know like you listen to these guys and now you know it's like cassette tape or cd right of listening to some guys and then it's they become real and they're like their fellow artists 
Um, oh yeah, is there ever a moment? absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like I, I, I've known Slug for a while. I mean, you know, people say friend. I don't know, like you know, we we're friendly. <laughs> we're cool. We're we're you know, I, I you know I have the utmost respect for him. You know, I'm not going. You know. He's not coming over for dinner or to my kids' birthday parties or anything, but you know he's invited if he wants to. <laughs> but yeah, so as an artist, and I've, I've worked with Blueprint a ton now. I've illustrated his books and I've done artwork for him. So we ha- we have a, a more of a relationship than than Slug and I. But there still is that definitely that intimidation, and not in the sense that like uh, like a competitive way. It is really just like I wanna I don't want to let these guys down. Because these guys are at the top of their game, they're the best, right. and I'm honored to that they'll even <laughs> hang out and, and and record a song with me. So I, I the intimidation is that I want to be the best that I can be for them. Like I don't want them to be on a song with a dude that they're like, man, this guy, <laughs> why did I jump on this song with this dude? So yeah, so th- there is. But I mean, like you know, I've recorded with Chuck, and, all right, the Rugged Man, and and. Craig G and Craig G and I have done three songs together. So I feel more comfortable at this stage recording with Craig because I, I'd like to think he wouldn't be recording with me more than once if, right. <laughs> if he thought I was whack. And the same thing with Blueprint. Like, you know, he's producing the album and he's, and he's, we've done three songs now together. So, you know, obviously he, he thinks I'm good enough to, you know, to do this with. So like I, that stresses, isn't as much, but whenever I record with someone new, like I do want to do the best um, because it's a representation of what they do as well, whether they see that or not, or whether they're just like, yeah, I'm just doing this because it's a dope beat and like, you know, whatever. I don't know. But like, I want to, uh, I definitely want to be the best that I could be. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we, I don't know if other if that if that's the cool MC thing to say, but yeah, sure. <laughs> but and that goes for even whenever I work with another artist, you know, a visual artist. Like I always feel like, all right, you know, I want to bring something to the table, and I want to not let them down. So there's always some type of intimidation going on. Uh, you know, we we've, we we talked about um we've talked about a uh, fellow MC you know MCs on this album, but. What we haven't talked about is uh, DJ Johnny Juice. Uh, he does all the cuts on the album. Uh, yeah. What for people that don't know, what does Johnny Juice? Um, what does he bring to the table of when he when he works on an album with you? And then how does he kind of help you uh, step up your your lyrical game or you just your game as an artist? Oh, I I owe everything to Juice. I'll be perfectly honest. You know, I mean. I was rapping for years and it wasn't until I met juice juice is the first person to be like, yo, that shit's whack, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And it's like, okay. And he's like, you gotta, you know, you gotta do this and you gotta, you know, and not in a way like he's trying to tell me what to do. He's seeing what I have and what my ability is. And he's saying, if you want to be better, you have to do this or do that. And before Feel Good Music came out, which well, 2008, you know, I had I had been working off and on with Juice since 2002 is I think when I met him 2001 during P's Revolution that came out in 2002. So a little bit before that, I met Juice, you know, personally face to face, and we you know became friends outside of music. And he you know he brought me into the studio, and I mean between 2000. Two in 2008, I hadn't. We we 
played around, but he was always just prepping me and trying to get me to be better. And uh, um, so I recorded Feel Good Music with J.J. Brown. And while J.J. Brown was the producer, Feel Good Music would not exist lyrically if it was not for Juice. Wow. Because I had to step up my game and be a, and, and just be a better MC for that album. Um, and every album since, like, Juice may not have been directly involved, but he was there as a friend and as a producer, you know, telling me, like, you know, what's good and what's bad as a songwriter. And, uh, and I'm sure I didn't always, you know, excel to the level that he wanted me to. <laughs> because he has very high standards, but he he definitely was the inspiration to to try to be a better MC and a, be a better songwriter, um, you know. And so when I worked with him on Kaboom, some of the songs were remixes, some of the songs uh, were completely original, and we recorded together uh, in the studio. And he really is a guiding guiding force and. Uh, every album that I made since feel good music. So eight, nine albums or something like that. So, and when he, when he, when he cuts, I mean, he's not trying to, when he adds cuts to songs, he's not trying to showboat or, or be that guy that just, you know, takes the spotlight away from the song. He's trying to add to the song as a turntablist and add to the beat with his scratches. I want to do a song where he just goes to town and I keep trying to, to, but we keep trying to find time where like, I just, I want to be the guy who just talks about him and he just, he's the star. But when, when he does a song, he, he's just working on the song. He's not being some, you know, superstar. And he worked on, he did the cut, he did cuts on slow down and it just adds a little bit of flavor. And I'm a firm believer in it's not a hip hop album if it doesn't have some DJ cuts on it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to like if you if you have a hip hop I don't you know listen to a lot of new guys but if they don't have cuts on it it's not hip hop to me like it's got to have some turntable wizardry of some kind on there and so I was adamant like he we had already he had already done the you know cuts on extraordinary and helped co-produce that and add flavor to it so I knew that I wanted him to be a part of Slow Down because I was very, like I said, I was very proud and honored that Slug was down with it and Blueprint. Um, so I was like, I got to have my friend Juice on this song in some way. And so he did some cuts for that. And then he also did uh, some new cuts for action figures with Craig G, which was really cool because I sent him you know, my a bunch of samples of my son saying different things. And that's actually Juice scratching my son talking. <laughs> awesome. Um, so, you know, it's just cool to say, like, all right, yeah, <laughs> DJ Johnny Juice is mixing my son's voice on a song. Yeah, I, I, I always rate him and I can never thank him enough as a friend and as a mentor um, for what he brings out in me um, as a songwriter. So what's what what, what what's next for Illis? Uh, and also, how of course can listeners uh, copy your album? Uh, well, listeners are going to hear me pick up my son who just woke up just now, so I apologize. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's next for me? Uh, I'm still pushing this album. I had hoped to do some videos for it, but uh, I have a family and a career outside of hip hop, so it's sometimes difficult to find time. Hold on one second. Hey, um, I'm just sleeping. So yeah, so I got the album is out now, and uh, you could get it anywhere digitally. 
or I still have physical copies left, um, and I'm still pushing that hard. Um, there may be videos coming, there may not be, but uh, in the meantime, I'm actually working on, um, I'm starting a new publishing company, uh, which I can't say about too much yet, but you could go to my website, adamwalenta.com, and I will be unveiling things with that shortly. I have a 250-page graphic novel that will come out wow. uh, later next year, and I have a, a new uh, ongoing series, which the first issue is 32 pages. That'll be out uh, at the beginning of next year, if not, uh, yeah, the beginning of next year. We got a lot of work to do still, <laughs> but it's all—they're all drawn, they're all penciled, and uh, we're just putting the, uh, the finishing touches on everything. And um, there will be more news about that soon. Musically, I'm not sure. I, you know, being an independent artist, it's very difficult, and these projects take, you know, time to conceive and bring to life, and then you spend a lot of time pushing it. So it's been difficult, and uh, I'm just playing music you know, one day at a time and, and seeing what happens. I'd love to tour some more, but, um, with the family, it's really difficult. And I don't know if I could handle the emotional (laughs) heartbreak of being away from family for too long, but you know, there may be some shows coming up. Um, we'll see uh, if we could work something local and, uh, yeah. So just staying busy with art, you could always check out, you know, different projects that I work on online and, uh, staying uh, informed that way. Wait, based on based on based on that answer, that I have a I just have another question regarding yeah, a track on the album, um, a perfectly imperfect, beautiful, naked creation. Uh, your last track, thank yous, or thank you, sorry. Yeah. Um, it 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 plays to me as a track of maybe retiring, <laughs> and I only say that because you're you're thanking you're thanking so many people. I mean, does that have does this track kind of have to do with kind of the answer you just gave in terms of you just don't know, and you want to give your. I don't, right and actually, the 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 hero and the villain. If you listen, I start off where I say like, how many times have I put the mask down and thrown the cape away? I hate to say, you feel like a hypocrite every day, and that that's actually a direct you know uh, response. Uh, my man Adam B, who's been a supporter, he's also a journalist and has done a bunch of interviews with me, and he makes fun of me all the time because I'm like, I'm done. I tell him, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you're lying. You know, I've said it several times. And, and so that was a direct verse I wrote to him, you know, in a, in a way like I use the superhero theme. But, I, you know, listen, like I've been doing this a long time and, you know, and independently, it's I've, I've been independent from, from I released my first tape in 1991 independently. I paid for it in high school you know, I released it myself. I got it in stores at the time you know, all by myself. So I've been doing this a long time and, uh, it's, and to still feel a little slept on with, I, I hate to sound bitter, but, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I, I do feel like I am. And, and, uh, it's just been difficult, especially when you, when you see like other younger, um, talent get immediate rec, what feels like immediate recognition. Well, I mean, it is to me because they're like 18, 19. Like, so obviously (laughs) it's much more immediate for them than for me at my age. So it's difficult. And as life progresses, you know, you have a family, you have responsibilities. And, you know, if you're not getting that same financial return for what you're putting into it, even time-wise, it becomes harder and harder to focus on creating something that isn't giving something back. So for thank you, I mean, that, I, when I say stuff like that, 
um, I feel like, oh, well, then, you know, I don't want to diss the people who have been supporting me because I really do appreciate, you know, guys like you and, and, and Adam B and you know, all the fans that buy the music. And, you know, I never want to seem ungrateful for, for what I do have. So that was that's why uh, Thank You was so important. And actually, Thank You was actually going to be like a like a 10 minute song. Like I had actually started to record with Blueprint everybody's name that I could that I had written down, everybody that had supported on Kickstarter or Patreon or people that have supported over the years, you know, before all that stuff. And so I was trying to find a way that I could record all of their names into the beat. But it, the song just ended up becoming too long. So we just had to cut it. And like, I didn't want to miss anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, ah, if I say all these names and then I miss that one person, like, ah, I'm going to feel like such a jerk. So I decided not to say any names and hopefully everybody knows. You know, I always try to show my appreciation and hopefully everybody that does support knows that I'm not talking about them when I when I get into my bitter, grumpy mode where I'm like, <laughs> where is everybody? How come nobody's supporting these albums? <laughs> you are not the nobody. You are the, you are the somebody. And uh, I see it. I see it. And I know everybody that, that, that supports. You know, I, I, I'm the one that's sending out the CDs and the vinyl and, and the books. And, you know, I'm writing the envelopes. And so I, I know... You know, almost everybody who who does support, and I appreciate that. Uh, latest album, a perfectly imperfect, beautiful naked creation. Uh, Hip hop artist, illustrator Ellis, uh, it's out now. Uh, thank you so much, Ellis, for joining me in the library with Tim Ryan and Kel on RapStation.com. Uh, I really appreciate your support, and uh, thank you to your audience for listening. Thanks to those that gave voice to our afflictions. Fathers of martyrs, the mothers, the benedictions, not to mention all the children. Sad at my board. I started with the crayons like any other child and practiced night and day because it made me smile. I thank my moms and pops for all the pencils and paper and stimulating my love to be creative. As I got older, I discovered other forms of art. Writing poetry and music captivated my heart. So I became the illest on the mic to tell my story and drew comic books exploring new territories. I met so many beautiful people throughout my life that inspired everything that I draw and write. And I remember you all, though I time I'm sure I can't thank you enough for all your support. Now I'm a husband and a father and I gotta work harder and be the inspiration for my kids to go farther. Some heads be like, damn, you always talk about your kids and wife, but that's cause they the most important part of my life. But I love all my peeps throughout space and time. Even the ones I never met are more than names online. And this jam right here is dedicated to you because without all your love, I couldn't do what I do. So thank you.
from all the children. Thank you from all of us. Thank you for all the good love and all the contribution. Thank you from all of us. And we'll be here singing your praises and you cry until my days end. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.